From Breaking Bad to Calling Soul, agents led by Son of Call. Oh, Game of Thrones, who's the next to die? House of Cards is full of lies. Supergirl just flew on by. We're chilling, watching Netflix. How much time's gone by? We're talking TV. From suits to supernatural. Talking TV. Blacklist and the Rebels. Sherlock's Big Bang with Orphan Black. True Detective bombed at second crack. The Walking Dead. Arrow and the Flash. DC Chat, we've got four episodes to get through. Mitch, Terry, hello. Hello. G'day. Super excited this week. I know you are, Terry. I am. No I musical, am. not a musical in sight. Not one. <laughs> well, they God. almost flashed back a little bit, didn't they? In the flashbacks to, to sort of... Uh, just in case you weren't watching Flash. Well, see, sometimes I fast forward the previously on. Oh, do you? Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Wow. Paper but, notes, fast forwarding credits. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new world with you, isn't it? <laughs> or an old world. I mean, who knows well, what's yeah. going on. But I like it because I think, you know, your prediction, as we covered last week, got ruined by the previously on. Yep. Yeah, so be yeah. done with it. Away with it. But I thought the same thing when they were in Supergirl. Previously on Supergirl and The Flash. I'm like, we've been there, guys. We don't ever need to go back. Yeah. Except if you've been. Well, I <laughs> Who like loved it? it? Five stars. <laughs> oh, and, and I should point out, I checked with Sarah. She loved it. As, what? Uh, yeah, I had to double check. I said, "Did you like it?" Because they kind of made me feel like I was the only one. And she said, "Because oh, you were it was drunk." The best. Yeah, she said it was the best, and she was completely sober. I hope so. Okay, Mitch, you're going to wake up the time codes, so if people want to move around, they can. That's exactly right. Yes. Yes. Now let's get into it, Supergirl. Yay! I have two words. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I wonder what they're oh. going to be. Are they are they proper nouns? <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> Linda Carter. <laughs> You're actually shaking now. I know. I'm so excited. I know, and I know she wasn't like in it, in it, because it was a you know TV screen of her. But I don't care. She was in Linda it. Linda Carter what was in mean? it. I mean, she's still she's in it. Yeah, a couple of times too. Yeah, no, I know, but via a screen. But she was. I don't care. You wanted full body, full body Linda Carter. Full body Linda. Carter. Head to toe. Yes. Well, fair enough. Okay. So I'm very excited. <laughs> so apart from Linda Carter, a couple of other things happened. I've got to get into geek prediction here. Oh, shit. I thought it was going to happen in this episode, actually. Uh, so I'm glad it didn't so that I was able to uh, <clears throat> make the official prediction. Monel's going to die by the hand accidentally of his mother. Mm. And she is going to go into a fit of rage because of what's happened. But it's going to be her fault. But Monel's going to die. Monel, going to die. Yep. Mm. Yeah, well, we know that you can never keep the main character of a TV show happy in a relationship unless the show's about to end. Otherwise, that relationship ends up costing the show because you need that will-they-won't-they. He's dead. He's He's as good as dead. Like, the mother's, as we saw at the end, she is just nuts. Evil. I think the rage that she's about to unleash on the planet is going to accidentally... I don't think she's going to kill him on purpose. He will die, which is going to send her over the edge even more. And Supergirl, Supergirl may even kill the mother. Supergirl may even have Ooh. to kill, like to be just that mm. enraged. Oh, it's too get into geek predictions. <laughs> I think I would like to see that. I think I'd actually like to see her go dark side just in yep. a moment of of judgment lapse there, and and kill her, and then have to maybe deal with that. Maybe not for too long. And there's another show that we'll talk about uh, in this podcast that uh, they've definitely done something a little bit too long for my liking. But uh, I think I would like that. Yeah, kill Monel, do the opposite of what they did with Jimmy, and then do something different with Kara. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'll certainly be a way to get into season three, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. The 
you know, she is still coming to grips with the fact that she has killed. Yeah. Uh, at the end of season three, that that's my prediction anyway. I read an online fan theory. Now, this is just a theory. I'm not even going to go into it because I know that Ben doesn't like any kind of speculating. Don't take your headphones <laughs> off. Now, for anyone out there, Ben is in a separate room to Terry and I, so he takes his headphones off. He literally cannot hear anything. I'm in a glass case of emotion. The problem is, though, Ben edits these podcasts, so he kind of has to listen to oh, it eventually. Shit, yeah, but I'm not going to go into any great detail, but there is a theory about Monel and what would happen to him at the end of this season that would veer more to his comic book roots. Ah, oh, I see. This is why I don't. This is why it's yeah. good for me. I don't yeah. read the comics, so I don't know. It's all a surprise. Someone's listening to this going, dude, he's not going to die. He's going to become... Whatever, whatever. The gooey superhero yes. or something. God, hopefully something more better than gooey something. <laughs> Ugh. Um, but I think it would be a very interesting way to go. And I think as you in particular, Ben, not being as familiar with you know the history of certain characters, I think mm. yeah, you would freak out about it. You'd go all five stars Clayton on it, I think. It'd Is be very cool. I hope it's not. No more singing. No more singing. <laughs> Screw you. It was a good episode. <laughs> I liked it. Whatever. Were we surprised with the immediate jump from what we saw Terry Hatchick, Kevin Sorbo last episode into Come the Reveal that his mother has hired every great bounty hunter in the galaxy and galaxies around to come and hunt down Kara? Like it was just a, a friendly disagreement at the end of the last Supergirl episode. He's like, Mum, Dad, I want you to go. I'm done. I'm happy here. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah, I, I didn't mind that. I no, didn't I didn't mind, mind it either. jump so quick because we don't know what's going on. It, it's not necessarily quick for us, the viewer, because mm. we don't we don't really know what's going on in Terry Hatch's... What's her name in the show? The Queen? We don't uh, know what's going on Raya. in the Queen's. Yeah, we don't know I wrote, what she's thinking. I wrote, Raya killed Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> killed Hercules. <laughs> Some other bit of uh, trivia that I found out this week. Kevin Sorbo, apparently, because I guess maybe his Hercules run was ending before Lois and Clark was starting, or maybe there was like a very, very minimal sort of crossover, that he was down to possibly even the final two, but among those... Play Superman. ...against Dean Cain. Wow. It could have been Dean Cain or Kevin Sorbo playing Clark Kent in The Adventures of Lois and Clark. Wow. I can't see Kevin wow. Sorbo as... No, neither can I. being Hercules. No, we even... Even yeah, Dean Kane out of it. I just I can't really see Dean Kane anymore doing it. Well, well no, that's true. <laughs> all the different Supermen we've had over the years yeah. since then. Yes. I look at him and go, oh, I don't really see that anymore. No. But at the time, hey, I loved I loved that show. Oh yeah, it was fun. It was great. Yeah. So something that um, my husband questioned: Supergirl, Superman live on Krypton, mm. and Kryptonite is there. You know, um, Achilles' heel. Yes. Yes. So, what would be the um, the Daxams? Like, wouldn't there be like a Daxamite? Yeah. <laughs> no, that, but they, that's they what they call, call themselves. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, surely there would be something similar. The Kryptonite spear was awesome. Yeah, that was very uh, cool. And the daggers, I was like, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> a couple of cool. size. Like, yeah. even on Daxam, they know that size look cool, you know, yep. with kryptonite little little ends to them. What I liked uh, when we saw them go up to, to stage that rescue, and, and they only didn't do it earlier because of old Linda Carter, we know from episode one that she's some kind of freaky-deaky alien. Which I forgot. And when she started oh. to change, I went, 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> what is she? That Do we know what she though. is? No, we don't know. It. No. That's literally, I, that's the last time we've even seen her, right? Yes. Was uh, She's walking out of the DEO. Yeah. And yeah kind that of changed. Was, I think this and was we all went, that's shit. Why would she do that in front of everybody? Yeah. yeah. Which is the same as kind of what happened there. You know, she switches off the thing and she's still sitting in what the In front office. of a camera. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What, no one else is in that room? Yeah. yeah Maybe, whatever. but still, that's a little whatever. bit risky. Unless all of her people around her are also her type of alien who knows but for whatever reason she doesn't want want them to go up and attack the Daxons and it could be as simple as what she said she might have been being honest I don't want to risk an interplanetary war fair enough but when they finally went up there and, and, and their idea to not risk Supergirl when there's kryptonite up there was and I didn't even see it coming I thought she was going to be wearing some kind of suit or something yeah it, it my, my, that was my first thought. I didn't give it any greater thought after that. And that just might be me being part of the dumb audience they keep telling me that I am. But when she reveals herself to, in fact, be Jean Jones, Martian Manhunter, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. all right, finally he's doubling her again. Because they only seem to do that once a season. And I'm like, that could really help you out a lot more, guys. If there was one thing that I didn't pick it up, so I was, I'm not saying I did, but there's one thing that did occur to me as it was happening. I, Because those Daxams on the ship, Right, Daxamites on the ship, they get the same sort of power as Monel, right? So they're all pretty strong, right? Yes. And uh, all well, the foot soldiers so. on there should have the same, or are they yeah. a different race, maybe? But anyway. If they're Daxamites, they should all be the same. Sure. Yeah. So they're fighting Kara in the fight, who was John Jones later on revealed. And I'm thinking they've all got lots and lots of strength, right? So it must be a pretty even playing field compared to her fighting humans. And. The fight scene, I thought, holy shit, yeah, she's going to have to actually fight because the Daxamites would have power. Mm. And I'm looking at her fighting going, holy shit, she's like, that's really good fighting. For someone with super strength, you're probably likely to go, ah, screw it, I just won't bother. I know she trained with Alex in season one and all the rest of it, blah, 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 blah. But I thought, wow, that fighting is really, really cool. Oh, no, it's actually John Jones. <laughs> but it's actually the actor... Playing, so I wonder. I wondered at the time, do the people making this, and do they? Am I giving them too much credit, or did they on purpose go, okay, let's make Kara in this scene fight really well, to later on reveal that it's John Jones fighting and not her. So it's, it could have almost been a tease to say it's John Jones fighting. It's and too not good her. to be true. It's too good of fighting skills for Kara. Mm. For me, I was really excited by the fact that once he did reveal himself to be Martian Manhunter, that he continued to fight like three, four, five guys at a time. And I don't think that it was a CGI effect face. Like, you know, usually when he... That's one of my gripes I said a couple of weeks ago. Why they don't get David Harewood, or Harwood, however you pronounce his name, who plays John Jones, and put prosthetics on him. Because then you could have Martian Manhunter walking around a lot more rather than you know it costing a shitload of money to CGI up his face. Yeah. And in this scene, I want to say it might not have been him, of course. It was a stunt fighter or something. But in that fight scene, I'm like, they're not... It didn't look dodgy enough to be a CG face over the stunt actor. I want to say they did make up a guy and have him fight like Manhunter. Yeah. And I'm like, do that all the time. Like, the choreography of the fight was great. It was quite a brutal fight for this show. He's fighting three or four guys at a time and not that, you know, cliche sort of 
only fight one guy literally at a time until the first guy's knocked down and second guy jumps in. Like it was a little bit better choreographed than that. And it was all done with a practical effect, you know? Maybe they do it all the time. And it's just so good you think it's CGI. It'd be interesting to actually find out. I mean, obviously all the stuff where he's flying around into spaceships and stuff, that's all CGI. But maybe maybe it is. If they do practical uh, in the in the fight. So do you mean in, in general when he's walking around? Yeah, all the episodes you've seen we've seen nah. in the past. You think it's all CGI? You can tell on the mouth when it's like they haven't worked out properly how a human mouth moves to replicate it as a CG um, character or person or whatever. And yeah, he's he CGI'd the hell when they're walking around all the time, which sucks. And maybe there is more practical than I'm giving them credit for, but the the more obvious ones where it's just him looking at the camera, it's CGI for sure. I'd be happy yeah. to be proven wrong because what they showed in this episode is that they can do it, and they do it in a key scene. Why not do it? Why not have that person then walk over to the camera and say a bunch of lines so you don't have to just use some kind of CGI creature that I don't give a shit about because I know it's fake. Yeah, oh. I guess I just get swallowed up in the story. I, unless it's the only time that it really stands out to me is that well where Flash was walking into the gorilla mm. arena. And it just looked looked. like Jar Jar Binks. It was terrible. (laughs) It was awful. Uh, One more point that I want to raise. This was directed by Kevin Smith, who I think this might be his third Supergirl episode or second, and it's like fourth overall. He's done a couple of flashes as well, but one of the great geeks of... Planet Earth. The Jay and Silent Bob. Yeah, the Silent Bob of uh, of those two, Kevin Smith. um, And I only want to bring that up because not only did he actually put in a little Easter egg for one of his own... um, Films, yoga hoses. When um, Alex and Maggie were leaving a yoga class, he very much focused on a on a board that said, "You know, yoga hose is oh. inside." But anyway, there was uh, a scene in the um, in the Fortress of Solitude, and they were waiting for Terry Hatcher to come down, and they were in the background, but the shot started on something very very small in the foreground, and it was a ring. It was clearly on display in the Fortress of Solitude. And then all of a sudden they, they focused in on the background. So you see Monel and Kara having a chat about whatever. Now, I immediately thought, oh, that's just him being an uber nerd. And he's just throwing in something for the fans to say, look, this would be here in Superman's Fortress of Solitude. So I'll put this in there. But I'm wondering whether he's been given that or he's asked to put that in knowing where this show is going to go next season. Hang on a minute. Is this a spoiler that you know that I don't know? That... No, I don't know. I don't know the spoiler. Oh, you're just guessing? Yeah. Oh, I thought but you meant that you'd read something and you no. know where it's going. Now, I'll tell you what the ring is. It doesn't mean anything because, oh, again, it could just be an Easter egg for fans, but there, that ring belongs. It's a symbol of a group called, and you'll love this considering you've been watching Legends, there's the Legion of Doom. There's a group called the Legion of Superheroes. And that ring is like what they give to their members. Now, that's just sitting there because depending on iterations that you read, Superman has spent time being part of this legion of superheroes. So that's why that ring's sitting there. But Supergirl in the comics also has connections to them as well. So I don't know whether that's just there as a little kick to the fans or it's like a teaser to say, hey, this is coming. Now, we'll speak about this more in the season finale, about some other stuff that we've covered today and in previous episodes, and we'll go from there. Is this a, is this your prediction or it's, it's, is this I'm, an official oh, prediction? I'm, I'm planning a seed for a prediction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll see what sprouts then. Yeah, let's water it, eh? Before right. we move on to Flash, um, Terry, you must have been happy with the almost lesbian threesome comments. Almost, almost. Well, you know why you weren't happy with it? Because it wasn't Lena Luther in the, no, in the mix. No, I know. <laughs> Where's Lena? 
She's me. off plotting something bad, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I liked, um, or rather I laughed, probably the only shit part of it was where they were all in the DEO and John Jones said to all of them, your only mission is to keep Supergirl safe. <clears throat> Next scene. Alex is stalking Detective Hot's ex. <laughs> the very next thing we see after yeah. he says that, I'm like, that is just shit house. <laughs> yeah, I understand, boss. Absolutely. No worries. Just let me stalk aye, someone aye. first. Bam. You're already disobeying orders. <laughs> shit house. <laughs> but it was a good side story and, yeah, it was, yeah, it was nice. Mm. I, I do enjoy their, their interactions. I, I kind of believe them. A shitload more than I do Monel and Cara. <laughs> well, for me, I think uh, I don't know if you'd agree as well, Terry. But it's it's a far more, like you said, believable relationship. And but I think it goes more to a lot of problems that you've had, Terry, where especially concerning Cara, that she's either hot or cold. Whereas um, Alex finds out that oh, Maggie was was dumped, you know, and said horrible things to her by her ex girlfriend. She worked so, through things. Yeah, so Alex goes out there and goes, "How dare you? You know, you did this to her, and she. We were trying to reach out to you. Oh, really? Well, she did this. Bang! She's immediately on the complete other side of the coin, where she's angry at her. You think she's going to be blowing up at Maggie? You cheated on her. You didn't tell me, and she didn't. And I, I noticed because she was pouring a drink. Right, they're pouring them both a drink when Maggie walked into the room, and they started having this argument. And Alex reveals to Maggie that she knows about the cheating and still carries both drinks over it. And you don't do that if you're going to walk out That's of the room. That's what I thought. Yeah. This is odd. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, she's actually, she's she's come at it and said, here, this is this is everything I've got. I know you cheated. How dare you? But let's work through this. I know because you... she's the mature one of the two sisters. <laughs> well, she is, but their relationship's so much more mature. And I'm like, why yeah. can't they handle Kara's relationship with as much maturity and patience, I guess, as what they do these two. Well, yeah. clearly they're they're able to write a decent story. Yes. So maybe they're trying to, and maybe missing the mark, having the two different relationships so vastly different to point out that Kara is shit out, or, 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 or just <laughs> you know emotionally um, stunted. Stunted. <laughs> I don't know because you're right, Mitch. They're, they're obviously capable of. Creating a, a genuine, more believable love story, mm. but they just can't seem to do it with her. <laughs> with like the lead character, hardly enough. Which yeah. should be the most fun character of the whole show. Yeah. Anyway. All right, let's move on to Flash. Flash. Yeah. So Cisco is just embarrassing. <laughs> oh, with um, Gypsy. <laughs> what was he doing at the start? was just... I can't even remember. What, I was just saying weird shit to her when she came into the... Oh, yeah. In front of everybody. Everyone. Apart from that, I really just liked the episode. It I, was. I don't really have much written down for it. Um, yeah. Oh, no. No, no, no. no. I, I, I did actually very much in, uh, enjoy it as well. Um, the bad guy, he, I guess, had to work on him a little bit. I liked the idea of... I mean, really, we, he was just there to get Barry to make the decision to go into the future. And again, I read online sort of people, uh, you know, reacting to this episode. And I mentioned a couple of weeks ago how just this, the sheer critics of this show go, oh, every episode, you know, he, he screws up the timeline. I'm like, no, he doesn't. Like, this episode, he didn't screw up the timeline. Yeah. He's pledged to do it in the next episode, yeah. sure. <laughs> but um, I found, like, the most interesting part about Abracadabra was that he says The Flash, very much towards the end, we have in your future years, we become great enemies. How's that guy's voice? Yeah, does it, not match him. No, it was odd. 
for the first cool and sinister and I liked him. I just wish they'd revealed that they had this great rivalry or that they would have it in the future a little bit earlier in the show because well that well that was when I started to get interested in him and I'm like, Oh, we've got four minutes left of the episode. That's I get the feeling we're going to see him next week when Barry goes to the future. Ah, like a past version of him in a way. Like Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't be surprised if next week or the week after, because I think he's having a break. It's like yeah. four episode. weeks away. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. right. So, that yeah, we we he's in the next episode for sure. It's almost like a two-parter. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah okay. That, that's why I saw it going, because Barry's like, I'm going to go to the future and get the answers. Well, he already knows that this guy's the answer, so why not start there? Yeah, yeah. Start with this guy. I, it, the whole thing was just... It, I didn't have a problem. Normally, I've got problem with, uh, you know... Uh, Terry likes to point them out, the, the plot holes all the way through. But this just... It seemed to flow it logically. It was predictable, were, though. It was predictable, but at least it made sense. And the the characters were, well, I guess that's the floor of being predictable and making sense. You know, it's which one do you want? <laughs> the only thing I didn't really like is why did the time machine have to fly through the street? Mm. Yeah. But that was just there for the sake of, again. Of being there. Although yeah. it was very cool, Barry phased through oh, it. Barry was awesome. Was he, is, so cool. he went next level. You know what I want to start doing? Because of that, when he did the sort of wind up and then spin jump sideways off the building through only enough to phase back into himself, you know, grab the bloke and then phase out again, move. I want to start doing like the, the, the best and worst, so the high and low of the week, because that for me was like the best moment across all four shows. Like just a, yeah. a really cool move that when we tell Ben, you know, friends of ours, that you know, we watch The Flash and they go, oh, that's just a guy that can run fast. Like, how is that a superhero? And I'm like, yeah, but think about it. You know, the fact that he can phase and the fact that he can, you know, go back in time. And these are things that they haven't considered because he's just a guy who's a little bit faster than Usain Bolt type thing. That move just looked cool. <laughs> a little bit off faster. a building, right? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But that was just such a cool moment. I want to yeah. start doing that every week. Yeah, okay. I, I think we should start that this week. Um, that's a great idea. And I don't think there may be something that will occur to me as we keep going through, but I have to agree with you, Mitch. I think that is my favourite point of the, of the week so far. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about Prometheus in a couple of different ways. Uh, Sarah sitting next to me says, hey, where's HR? So I said the same thing. I Where's HR? Wrote that. Where's he's HR? Prometheus, and I went, yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's on the list. <laughs> he's, <laughs> is he on the list? He's You've on the list. You've never mentioned that. Everybody's okay. on the list. Um, so yeah, where where was he? Part one to my question, and part two, do you still think Terry that Julian is Prometheus? Seven. Sorry, I meant to say Savitar. So Sarah said, I think she said it right. Who's Savitar? And. Yeah. Um, so I think I originally said at some point that HR could be, mm. didn't I? And then I changed my mind to Julian. Yeah, because he was away at, in England, yes. apparently. But this week, I don't know. He was so good with Caitlin, so genuine that I, I don't know that I believe. I don't know that I believe. I still think it's Wally, but I don't I know still, that I, I believe. Well, I think I still feel that it's Julian. Mm. Even after his interaction with <clears throat> Caitlin, yes, because what's his face? The other Flash, Jay Garrick. Yeah, that one. He was the same. He had a a loving romantic oh, interaction right. with Caitlin as well, and he still turned out to be a. She complete... does have a type. She does. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So Julian could very well be. One thing I thought would be interesting if Joe had the gun and it was big tense moment. Tell me his name. Tell me his name. I wanted the guy to turn around and go, 
it's you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boom! Joe West is Savitar. And then he gets to keep a secret. Yeah. That would have been so cool. Yeah, because it was building, building. I'm like, why is this such a... <gasps> Joe is Savitar. Because remember, they honour Joe West yeah. in the future. Yes. So Joe dies. Well, slash, maybe. Well, that was your prediction, Mitch. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. So what if he does die in the public's eyes, but he actually is transformed into Savitar? Mm. And he is responsible for killing his and own daughter. That would have had a lot more weight, I think, if they would have somehow found a way to include the dialogue that they had after that scene before. Because afterwards, you remember him saying, look, I have two jobs in my whole life. One was to uphold the law. The second is to protect my family. And if one takes priority over the other, it will always and forever be protecting my family. And him just, like, just the mention of Iris dying, like, it just, it, he he can't, he can't handle it. And... Oh, he's the loose cannon right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But him actually going up to the very villain that they're trying to work out what they're going to do with, and he's wanted on another planet for murder, and he's wanted on this planet for murder, and Joe's like, I'm willing to let you go. If you tell me what I need to know to save my daughter. A little bit dark, sir. And wow, to find out that he is going to become the mm. man, the creature that will kill his daughter. Yeah, that. Wow. Yeah. Terry, you were just about to say before about Killer Frost. Yes. She's. It's finally happened. Full Killer Frost. But why didn't they just put the necklace back on her? Exactly. As soon as she was healed? Exactly. Like, they just waited? As soon as that first... A heartbeat started coming back. Yeah, I'm put like, it on. Where's the necklace? Yeah. Where's the necklace? Put it on. Put it on. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> oh, that was Legends of Tomorrow foolish. Mm. That one. I mean, what are they thinking? I was wondering though, does that mean that she now obviously she's she is Killer Frost. Mm-hmm. Did she ever have those powers to be able to completely disappear as like what is she? Like a fog? Before, or is this something new? And yeah. does this mean that the old Caitlin, the good Caitlin, is completely gone? See, that's the thing. I've never been fully invested in this idea that she will turn bad once she takes on her powers. Like, surely Earth 2 version of Caitlin Snow decided to get rid of her former self and become Killer Frost. She was a bad person who took on those powers for evil. Like, we know our Caitlin is good. She doesn't want to become bad. I've never been okay with this idea that just because she's going to give in to her powers that she would just then automatically turn bad. So, um, hey, if they've if that's what they've done, then have fun with it. Make her a bad guy for half a season or something. Don't have her come good next week or just in time to help save Iris from Savitar or something. But, yeah, she seemed to, like, really adapt to her powers that we never knew she had very quickly when she just... <laughs> Turns into ice particles. Yeah. And was that the last scene? I can't quite recall. Does, I, is that how it just ended? I think it was. I'm pretty sure She's that was the last there. thing that I wrote. Caitlin Killer Frost. Yeah. So I think it was. Oh, they're in the shit now. <laughs> I just want to see the next meeting when they get together and it's like, so what happened? Um, okay, Barry, Barry, you can go first. Um, I've decided I'm going to go to the future because... Um, Everything works out well when I time travel. Um, Cisco and uh, Julian, what do you got? Um, uh, Some good, funny thing actually. Uh, uh, Caitlin died. What? No, it's okay. She's alive. Kind of turned her into Killer Frost, though. Um, Anyway, against her wishes. Okay, who's? I think yours is worse, Barry. Really? Because you kind of killed a friend, then turned her into a villain. I think yours is worse, Cisco. Let's. This needs more talking about. Yeah, it's gonna be. Well, how long do we have to wait? Four weeks. Ah, yeah. It's like. 
It's the 26th 20... of April yeah. for us yeah. here in Australia. Yeah. All right. Uh, legends. Legends. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Terry. So um, what did you think of this episode? I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> there, there were so, okay. Um, there were two little Doctor Who things in there. Okay. <laughs> this may come as a surprise. I didn't pick up on either of them. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect you. That's okay. But for me, no matter what happened in that ex- episode, there were two little throwaway Doctor Who things. And I was like, that's okay. awesome. Let's hear them. Um, the first one. So uh, Rip Hunter is suddenly now a baker. He bakes cakes. Sure. Um, but, you, you know, the reality has been changed and, you know, blah, blah, blah. He comes out and he's finally mastered the bow tie fondant. Sure. Well, bow ties are cool. It's a Doctor Who thing. I thought right. you were just going to say and the Baker thing because of Tom Baker. No, no. Oh, shit. You think? Oh, I picked up yeah. a one on the <laughs> And then there was a big giant wedding cake. Yeah. It was very wibbly wobbly timey wimey. That was a Doctor Who cake. Right. Yeah. How so, did you not pick up on that then? Yeah, oh, how? I need to have Guys, a good on. hard look at myself. <laughs> and obviously, yeah, it's a whole entire different reality. What's his face has changed. Yeah, well, so the we started off to... with uh, Earbud having his uh, having his chance to introduce the show. Yes. And I've r- written down here, backstory, yes, but it didn't really end up being a backstory. It's no, more so been about what he has, has created. Changed. Which was super cool. It was cool. It was very cool. I, I'm really glad that it wasn't another episode where they were tr- still trying to get the spear. I'm glad that it was, bam, they've it's used the spear, it's done, yep. move on. Thank God. Was that the first time I think they've ever used it previously on almost to fill in gaps? Like, or to, to tell a bit of story between the two episodes? Because when he actually said that line, he goes, we've got this to change the to change reality. And we have. And it's awesome. Or whatever he goes. I'm yeah. like, hang on, whoa, whoa, whoa. I know I was tired at the end of the last episode, but did you actually, I, I saw you touch the spear and that was about it. Like, we didn't see you make... Ch- Holy shit. And the episode starts and you're trying to catch up. Like, Yeah, which is good. It was moving was- really fast. Yeah, yeah. It was great. I was straight away. I was like, yes, crossover, Star City. Woo! <laughs> it was one big crossover episode. Done really well. Poor Felicity. Bam. Yes. I wonder whether they all, all the actors have written down in their contracts somewhere, I need to die sometime in a cool way. <laughs> I, I need to um, point out that... I feel that the episode following Legends shouldn't have been there. Yeah. And that Felicity was in. Well, the whole this thing was. Of, well, they were all dead in that reality. That's right. Every single one of them had I, died. Well, ex- and Felicity was, you know, not to skip ahead. Gothic not, Felicity. To skip ahead a little bit, yeah. I, my first line of Arrow is obviously Legends isn't happening in sync with Arrow because yeah, it doesn't make sense. I expected a text message from you. An angry text. Yeah, I kind of just went, oh, you know what? Legends screws up everything. So. Yeah. Well, <laughs> last week. Legends. <laughs> I just, I, I expect Legends to screw everything up. But it up. wasn't Legends that screwed it up. Well, I it think certainly it was, wasn't Arrow. No, no, no. I think it was the order. I don't think Arrow should have been They should have shown. had a break. Yes. For me, I think it's a bit like the start of this season of Flash, where it opened up and we're in Flashpoint, and he's changed the timeline, which... As we were thinking when we are watching it, that's going to affect Oliver. Presumably, Oliver would be dead in this thing because you as the Flash were never around to save him on the numerous times sure. that you've met before. And yeah. everyone's lives that he's touched 
in the in the original timeline, that's never happened. So everything's changed. How is Arrow going to, you know, approach itself and even Legends tomorrow night and the and the night after because Flash aired before both of them. But then that's because we expected Flashpoint to be something that lasted more than 42 minutes of storytelling. Like, we expected it to go for maybe three, four episodes, six episodes, the first half of the season, who knows? And they wrapped it all up at the end of the of the episode where he goes back in time, unchanges what he changed, and pretty much everything is exactly the same. So that the next night, Arrow uh, Legends is on, and then Arrow's on as well the night after, and you're like, okay, cool everything's pretty much back to normal and this stuff when he went back and changed it this is what this is what's happening now in, in legends and Arrow. so for me it's like legends really chronologically that that change happened for us a week ago they held that spear that's where they changed everything now i think we learned that this has been going on a year the new reality the new reality has basically been in existence for a year oh i don't remember hearing that i know i know that uh, Ray said that he's been cleaning a lot of toilets. I don't know whether it was maybe Gray saying that you know he's been working for him for a year. I do remember the the the, the timeline one year and the fact that um, Damien Dark has got mask upon mask upon mask of dead heroes that he's yeah. killed. One of them being the Flash. Like yeah. surely that new reality starting and he's not killing the Flash within a week. And all of those heroes, like this is something that's been going on for a long, long, long well, time. Which is why I didn't think Arrow should have been on. Well, here's, yeah. another, here's another way to look at it. Because it's an alternate reality, who's to say that the uh, reality that Arrow and Flash and all them that we watch aren't still okay and that oh, the sphere the is just, has yet. altered a new time. No, it's just a completely different Earth, a completely different reality, and they're just living on their own Earth. Earth, let's call it Earth 74. <laughs> Earth 1A, you know, or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, for me, yeah, I think I'm with Terry. I, I'm thinking on the lines that it is our reality and they've changed it. But for me, I'm assuming that the end of the season next week for Legends, which next week is the last episode of the season, they will change everything back, which they got very close to doing in this episode, really. Like, it looked like that's where it was going to get to. Yeah. It looks like it was going to be a flashpoint But of 2. course 0. they screwed it up. Of course they screwed it up. <laughs> but I, I actually didn't mind the way that it got screwed up, and we can get to that. But for me, it's like next week we'll wrap things up, and then you can basically look at this episode as being like a two-parter that you, yeah, okay, should watch before watching the arrow that we're going to talk about next but it's like uh oh, who cares it'll all it all fits in we just get to watch it over two weeks it's but... a tv show <laughs> yeah it's a tv show shut um, up maddie i want to know what the helmet was is that star labs and the building was a giant helmet yeah i didn't pick up what that was supposed to be no and... i didn't pick it up either and another thing if thorn is so smart why does he need gray to be his bloody to help him. Fair enough, I can see why he's got um, old mate cleaning toilets and stuff because that's yeah. just fun. But why have Grey... It's, I don't know. Well, we think Thrawn was the one who built the original um, particle accelerator. Exactly. So why does he need... And that, his that brain is able sense. to process information at super speeds because otherwise he wouldn't be able to think and you know make turns when he's running 100 mile an hour. But yeah. And Thon doesn't really want to be doing anything. I mean, he's sitting there and he's, you know... In his Chatting to the president. And, yeah, exactly. Oh, so did, you, did you pick up on yeah. that? That was yes. fun. Did you pick up on the... Uh, yes. My regards to Mel. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come to the White House and we'll go have dinner at your hotel. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, like exactly how far are you going 
And the episode's titled Doom World. Yeah. Because it's the reality that the, the baddest of the bad make, and in that version of reality, Donald Trump is still president of the United States. <laughs> that was Fantastic. Yeah. Nice subtle hint there, guys. Well done. Didn't pick that up. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Mitch and I have struggled to see the writers or creators of the show are taking the piss out of themselves by being so bad. Terry, you think that they are? In this case, I would say they definitely are. Where they're they're saying, "Oh, bad guy monologue." Oh, that's a bit uh, mustache twisting. <laughs> that, that would just—they really they were. It was vintage. In this case, definitely agree. It was case. so funny. In every case. Well, come on. And I thought it was like Damien Dark and Steel. You know, almost giving each other high fives. It was so good. No, 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 wait, we can't do that. That actually was a funny <laughs> moment. I thought that was really cool. Another thing I found a little bit stupid, as soon as Sarah got zapped with the brain thing, she should have known that Mick had a tracker in him that they could track. Do you know how what they tracker? tracked him? So um, Snart pulled up a thing and goes, I've got a tracker on Mick. I know where he is. I don't trust anybody. And right. that's how they were able to go and find him. Oh, okay. But as soon as they zapped her, she should have gone, oh, the tracker, you've got a tracker in you. Get rid of it, otherwise they'll find us again. Oh, okay. But they never even, they never. A, they don't take it out, and she, she should have, and B, they don't even bring it up again. In fact, they don't even know where they are. Well, the tracker's still there. Keep using the damn tracker. Mm. I'd actually forgotten all about the tracker. Shit ass. <laughs> Shit ass. <laughs> and... When they fired the cold gun, or when Snart fired the cold gun at um, Old Mate holding the spear, mm. as if he couldn't get out of the way of a bloody cold gun. And then he gets hit again. Who? Thorn. He gets smashed across the room. He was shit house. Wasn't there a reason for that? Yeah, he was shit out. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a bit shit when you think how his mind works, but he was in the middle of this bad guy mustache twirling monologue to whoever he was speaking to, and then over from slightly behind him to his right or something, that's where he got hit with a cold gun. So he wasn't aware of that. And as much as his brain is able to process information a lot, this is, again, the same argument we keep getting into is that they don't know how to... I think even the creators of these characters aren't fully aware of the limits of the powers that they're, they're giving to these characters. Is he always processing information 100 mile an hour or is it only when he chooses to do it? Because surely operating yeah. at a speed of any normal human is going to feel like slow motion to them and he does actually say that. But he then says he, so, yeah. Bang, he gets hit by the, by the ice gun, which, okay, that was fine by me. I did like the following hit when he, they saw him getting up. I forget who it was. Who, who went to high five? Whoever steel. those steel, steel and dark, steel and dark, and steel was holding the uh, the spear. Sees Thron about to get up, and as he's getting up, that's when steel starts the big backswing and then goes to hit Thron, even though he's thirty meters away, because he knew that he would run at him. So as he finishes the swing, hits him with the spear of destiny, which has obviously got a lot of power into it, throws him back across the room. So I I like that. It's cool, but the only reason they do any of those two things is to get the speedster off the playing field because otherwise... so that everybody else can have a fight for yeah. five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess you need to, but... Find a better way. Uh, find a better way, exactly. Yeah. What bothered me, though, um, the, the, the memory gun, everyone was zapped immediately, right? They were talking and then, bam, they got zapped with their memory gun they got their memories back. Jackson had one job, but yeah. he decided to have a monologue shit bloody, ass. Um, absolute shit instead of just shit shooting ass. him he just it, all he had to do was shoot him in the head with the the memory gun that shit that ass. bugged me 
Oh, it's terrible. You don't even need to discuss it. It was just shit house. Now, knowing that it is the penultimate episode, do, do, do you think it feels like the penultimate episode of of the season? Do you feel like next week is it? It feels like it should be the season finale. Are they going to have enough time to resolve all the issues they've got in this one? Like it was, it feels like a good first half of a two parter. But I just didn't know whether it, at the moment felt like. I think it does. Yeah, I, I, I think it does. I guess yeah. when they're dealing with the, it's a the spear, yeah, like it's it's yeah. a massive deal, yeah, yeah. And they've just they um he incinerated the spear too. Yeah, yeah so it's so, gone. Yeah. On incinerating the spear and them wanting to go back in time. Right back to wasn't it? Well, yeah, back to nineteen. Well, the previous episode, Mitch. <laughs> I know where any, you're going. Any comments about time folding in on itself? <laughs> I thought you were going to go down the lines of like, why the f*** didn't you think of this earlier? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and that's what we say each and every week. Yeah. And is this the first time they've said time will fold in on itself if we see each other or interact with... I get the feeling when they said it, I went, oh, hang on, that sounds familiar. Mm. But then each week... We've always asked the question, hey, just go back five minutes earlier. Yeah. Well, they have said that we we can't do that. I, I forget the exact wording of what, uh, of what reasoning they gave to the audience, but um, it's just always been yeah, a very convenient thing to just like, hey, this, this, this whole series could literally be one episode long if that wasn't a thing, you know? Yeah. Uh, or maybe not because The Flash proves that, I guess, there's more screw-ups to happen if you do go back and fix the one thing that you could never fix before. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's why it's going to be this great season finale is because they are going to go back. They are going to change something they had already changed, whether or not they run into a, a past version of themselves or follow themselves around a la Back to the Future Part 2 or something. Mm. And that, yeah, reality does somewhat crumble and time folds in on itself to a point where, yeah, I don't know, something, something bad happens. I don't know. Or maybe something good happens as well. Was it... Thorne that was saying the when he was doing his spear thing first or the second time that you guys never were able to actually become legends. You know, you never quite got there. Yeah. It was And I wonder whether we've been calling them shit house for so long. Do we in season will it be 3 or 4? Three? 3. 3. In season 3, will we see them actually start to step up and be a Let's bit hope better? So, Cuz they're Wait a minute, Terry. You love them. I love the show. No, I love the show. They are shit. Yeah. So They're shit, because, but I love the show. Because Thorne has said <laughs> you guys never got to, never quite got there to be legends. Which is true. Cause... Yeah. Because they're idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Does the show go on a more pause? And obviously the, the writers, are, they're all listening to us. <laughs> so do, do they in season three now go, hey, let's. Let's actually make them superheroes and kick ass. I think they'd need to step it up. Mm. Like, the last two seasons have been, you know, good-ish. But if they keep doing, like, season after season of them being complete shit... And not learning from their mistakes. Yeah, yeah. It'd get old very fast. And another thing, actually, they didn't think about, there was a bit earlier in uh, in the episode when they were all starting to, you know, uh, un-mind-wipe the legends... It was just such bad editing. Um, it was when Sarah and Amaya came to wherever they were hiding, all the blokes. Yeah. And they managed to shoot Sarah to be able to fix her up. Now, I'm pretty sure they just sort of either hit Amaya, like knocked her to the side of the room or something. They shoot Sarah. Sarah's like, what's going on? Smacks Mick in the face. 
And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Like, there's this alternate reality, whatever. They cut to, like, another scene. I'm like, the f***'s a Maya? Yeah, they should have just shot her as well. Yeah, that's, well, is she still in the room? Presumably not. But the last we saw of her, she didn't run away. She got knocked to the side. Did she fall unconscious? Did she fall unconscious, then come to and run away? Did she get knocked out of a room and so that we presume well they can't see us they assume that she's like bad like they did not show what happened to her so as far as we the audience are led to believe she's still in that room they are there talking about what they're going to do now that Sarah's back and then they cut to a scene and they keep talking about how they're going to defeat Dark and defeat uh, Thrawn and all this other shit and I'm like yeah but what about Amaya? Where is she? And then they actually cap off the scene by saying, yeah, and it, it will help us save Amaya. And I'm like, you could have just saved her before. Where was she? And all of a sudden you saw her walking back and going, oh, I got away. And I'm like, we never saw that. Like when that scene was about saving both of them with that gun, I don't know, just, there was no shot to suggest where she was. And it's just very poor editing when even an idiot like me sits there and goes, oh, where is she? Like, why couldn't they do the things that they later on say they wish they could have done? Yeah, it's a TV show. Oh. <laughs> Come on, man. Arrow? <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, I wrote my first note, obviously not happening in time with Legends of Tomorrow because yeah. uh, Felicity and all of them are still are alive. But anyway. Well, yeah, dead in Legends. And, and the mayor has been in a spiritual retreat. Okay, yes. we. Yeah. See, but that's good. That's exactly the sort of stuff that I would pick up on. And I know Terry would. We asked this question, well, hang on, where's the mayor been? That's all we need, guys. That's all we needed a week ago, yeah. yeah. We said that. We're like, it could be setting up something bigger or it could be a throwaway line that should have been in last week's episode. Terry, last week... I fell off my chair because you said you liked Arrow. <laughs> You're standing up this time, so maybe you should I have am. a seat. Yeah. Because <laughs> I it. wasn't a big fan of this episode. Wow. I thought his journey from the broken man we saw at the start of the episode to a guy at the end of the episode who was putting the team back together, going on missions, confronting Anatoly and telling the Bratva to go away just too quick. I mean, what was that over the course of a day? Yeah. Um, I, I, just... I thought it was a couple, but I, I'm I'm with you. Like, I might surprise Terry too to say that. But um, <laughs> for me, if I could separate this episode into two pieces, one of them would be the worst episode of the week and the other would be in the running for the best. Because I... I, and again, I was watching it with my wife who doesn't watch these shows and I can't help myself but be sitting there with her and when he starts to get all mopey at the start, I'm like, I, I, I have to like, I, I, he, he revealed something to me. Two minutes later, he revealed something to me and I, 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 I have to let go. Another, it went on like six times. Mm. Had the same conversation and many of them with the same person. And I know that became a story beat that he was repeating himself and that, that Diggle kept coming up to him and saying, I know you've said this, but we've got to talk about it again only to hear the same crap back again. But I was sitting there wondering, oh God, what's she thinking about this? Because this is painful for me and she doesn't even watch this. And then, bang, when it sort of really switched on at the end there somewhere where he decided, no, you're right, Diggle. I need to stop the Bratfer from doing what I told them to do. And, you know, it became him. Again, I got a bit over the fact that he didn't put on the hood because all of a sudden now he needs to re-earn the green hood and the green arrow moniker. So he's just getting around with the balaclava. But I thought more so it was because 
the Green Arrow was um, public looking, enemy number one. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what they, I yeah, but I figured that he probably like it's not like he's out there doing vigilante work in a balaclava. He's not going to get in as much trouble, sort of thing. Like he's still going to get in a shitload of trouble being the mayor, acting as this vigilante. But for me, I'm glad that it didn't stretch over multiple episodes. If they were going to carry on what was the first 25, 30 minutes of this episode into two or three, because I was getting right royally over it. But I was amazed at how much that second half or final third of the episode improved the overall feeling for me. Yeah. I probably should be judging it a lot more harshly because of the way it started, but it did have a little bit of saving grace there at the end. It there was, was a lot of good cool. stuff going on. Mm. A lot of good stuff. Uh, it was interesting how at one stage there were three different factions of good guys trying to do three different approaches yeah. to get... Um, Prometheus. I got his name right that time. <laughs> so you had the, the hackers, Felicity, trying mm-hmm. to do their thing. You've got Team Arrow, well, what's left over, trying to do their thing. You've got Oliver with the Bratva in the background, all trying to... Yeah, it was very convoluted. You didn't know who was going to pop out of which side. It was it was good to watch. It was yeah. really cool. I don't know. I didn't write much notes. What, uh, what did shit me was... Um, the, the software that Chase has that just, you know, no matter where he goes, all the cameras pixelate his face. I just thought that was a big load of Did they try bullshit. and explain it too with this, oh, the same things celebrities have? I'm like, what? What, what, what software? Yeah, what? Was, <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, it was... Sh- that shit me. Um, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't think much of it. I did like how the hackers finally say, yeah, we know who you are. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Hello, we're that, hackers. Wasn't that one of my questions? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. But again, so they're answering our questions. They're obviously listening there to us. There must be. There must be. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to. I was a little bit torn, and and again, I, as I said, I didn't really overly like the start of the episode and how it was going on with Oliver and his journey was too quick for me. But I, I really found interesting the interaction with Anatoly. So I found myself kind of feeling sorry for Anatoly because Anatoly Oliver said jump Anatoly said okay how high I'm here yeah I'll kill him of course you're going to need payment and then Oliver changes his mind and Anatoly's like well yeah sure you didn't change your mind but I'm still taking what I thought and I felt sorry for him for so long until I sat there and realised hang on he's a criminal (laughs) and he's turned to the dark side Yep. As well, because we then find out that he was going to, you know, become good and turn the brat for into Until good. Oliver left, and, and then Oliver left, yeah. which I thought was a bit shit to put that all on Oliver. Yep. But um, and he he turned to the dark side, so I was really quite torn within myself because I went, well, hang on, Oliver, you're you're the one that asked him to come, and he's done what you wanted. I didn't like just how parallel the flashback story was with this episode story. Like while they were having a heist in the past, they were also having a heist in the uh, in the present as far as you watch them. I just wish that... Lo- and that line, where, which I thought was a really good line, I just wish they'd, they'd done it differently, where he said in the past, it's okay that you want to go home, I'm just worried about what I will become if you leave. Yeah. He said, I'm not worried about you, you'll be fine, but I'm worried about what I will become if you leave. That's a great line, but then the next scene, it's in the present, and they meet each other on the roof again, and he's like, I told you. That I was worried about what I would become if you left. Yeah, spoon like, feeding us. I'm like, yeah, that you know what? That line would have meant so much more, even if that was at the start of the episode, pre-credits or something. Like that would yeah. have actually been, 
now that I'm thinking about it, not a bad way to go. If, if, if you're not really aware that Anatoly is going to be in this episode, it starts and then it ends with, I'm worried about what I will become if you leave. Dun, 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 something. Like, you know, pepper in some other shit in there, of course. But that makes you think, shit, Anatoly's going to be here. He's going he's gonna to be pissed. He's going to be a different guy. He's not going to give... There's, there's, there's going to be room for backstabbing there with Oliver later on. I just... Yeah, spoon feed us and then give it to us straight up. I was like, oh, man, that would mean so much more if there was enough time to get some emotional sort of attachment to that and and concern over the characters and what they once meant to each other. But I like the line, and, and, and maybe this is the, the start of season six. Is this our villain for season six? Is it the Bratfoe? Is it the, the best of the Bratfoe sticking around in Star City? You know, they're, they're losing ground. They're losing grip of Russia and, and Moscow or whatever city they're in. Are they just going to go, bugger it, let's just go to Star City and let's make the, the American leg, the chain of Bratva, um, start to take over uh, Star? I don't know. Well, now that um, Oliver's Bratva tattoo is gone, that could be another way of saying, like with Oliver no longer being part of the Bratva and actually fighting against the Bratva. Mm. Maybe that was a little nugget as to... We have seen Oliver's friends in the past become <clears throat> his enemy. Yeah. A.K.A. Slade Wilson. Yes. Is he still in the jail on the island or is he at Argus now? Where did he end up? Oh, I know. I can't remember now because I, I follow Manu Bennett on uh, on Instagram and I was like, where are you in Arrow World? Is there, there a chance that you can come back? Please say yes. Just have him pop up occasionally. Mm. But I don't know where he is. All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, Terry, I'd like your scores, please. Oh, I can't do mine first because I'm Why? not quite sure. I haven't quite worked them out yet. Mitchell, I think like I've got one. less idea than Terry. Oh, I was going to be a sheep this week. I'm really not ready to lead. <laughs> I'm going to be a sheep and I need some convincing. Would you like me to go first? Yes, please. Shit. <laughs> I've got my top pick. It's Flash. Okay. For sure. I don't know. I just I sat back and then halfway through I thought, oh, shit, I better write some notes because I'm just sitting there enjoying it. Mm. Uh, and all I wrote was Barry was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think that's on top for me. I don't know what to put next. I I think maybe Supergirl. I kind of really liked Supergirl this week. It had a lot of different elements. She wasn't shit house. <laughs> it was good. In a surprise move. <laughs> the thing is, right, if I could give them all this week five stars, I I would. And all four marks, I would. But I can't. So, so there, there has to be a loser. I really liked Arrow. I did. But the journey that Oliver made within 40 minutes was just not very believable for me. So, Legends, then Arrow at the bottom. <laughs> right. Terry? Uh, all right. I'm going to go Flash, Legends. Supergirl, because Linda Carter was in it. Oh, well, I wonder that didn't get four. Well, it would have, but Legends had the Doctor Who stuff. And it's very sure. hard to, you know, compare between Doctor Who and Linda Carter. Okay. Um, and Arrow at the bottom. Of course. Mitchell, come on. It's up to you to save Arrow. Oh, yeah, oh, okay. Let's start at the bottom. I will, I will put Arrow down there because it's like, Arrow, you can be better. I think it's gotten top place the last two weeks or something. <laughs> so you can be better, Oliver. You know that you can be better, but it was still a, a pretty good episode. It can be worse too. Let's not forget season four. Uh, yes. So yes. what's up the top? 
I kind of want to put Legends up there, actually, just because... I'm going to put you down for it. Oh, jeez. I, I wasn't... Okay. Yeah, sure. All right. No, no put, put Legends because I love an alternative timeline movie or TV show or something. Like, talk. let's talk about its success or, or failures, you know, to until uh, next week. But... Whatever. Second bit of, or third. Bit of fun. Second um, or third. Flash or Supergirl? I'll go Flash. Legends, Flash, Supergirl, and Arrow. All right. So let's uh, tally these up. I feel like I should change mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you'll need to. I thought there was a tie there, but there's, there's not. So totals are Flash, then Legends, then Supergirl, then Arrow. That was actually my exact... Well, you're welcome. Yes. There you go. <laughs> Mitch, tell us quickly what's coming up on Get Into Geek. Yeah, well, it's going to be a little bit lighter for the next couple of weeks because, um, yeah, none of uh, these three of these shows. We've got Legends, obviously, next week. So this will be interesting next week. We're just going to do a, a once-off, you know, very short episode. We can already say pretty confidently Legends is going to be the best episode on next week. And uh, otherwise, yeah, join us back in a couple of weeks for a much fuller DC TV chat and uh, you can check out our side project, Get Into Gate, where we talk nothing but Stargate. Love and love and love it. I wonder if next week, so you think that Legends is going to win, right? Because mm. it's the only one. What if mm. I gave it a negative score? <laughs> Would that work? No. <laughs> Terry is giving me daggers <laughs> right now. Get into geek.com.